Blog Talk Radio. Sometimes your thoughts will come and go. Try to clear your mind, but confusion won't let you know that deep inside there's a sacred place where all uncertainty can be raised. I never learned to know myself, and I was afraid. Right now I need to heal myself. Well, just like a brute that runs so deep. I spent my life just being asleep. It takes enlightenment to know that what you learn is toxic. It takes enlightenment to know that you can learn toxicity. Good morning. This is Sunday Mornings with Enlightenism, and I am your co-host, Enlightenist teacher and consciousness practitioner, Carolyn Kelly. And I thank you for listening, and I welcome you to our Sunday morning Enlightenism Spiritual Freedom Broadcast Service. So let's begin our broadcast with a guided meditation to quiet and clear the mind from the hustle and bustle of daily living from the fragmentations that we collect along life's journey. I want you to allow this guided meditation to move you out of generational victimization to a new way to think and live. Allow the words in the meditation to aid you in building a foundation for self-reliance. Allow yourself to know that the quieting inside of you is a place away from the hustle and bustle and is always available to you. Know that you have the power within to quiet the mind. Know that you have the power to clear and cleanse the mind. The quiet is to become mindful. The quiet is to understand why you do what you do. And the quiet is for recognizing the greater I within. So let us now begin with purpose. And I'd like you to begin to breathe in and out through your nose very softly and very calmly as you close your eyes. And continue the calm breathing throughout the meditation As you listen to the words in the guided meditation, I awake each morning in the awareness that the power of the unconditioned consciousness of being 
resides in each moment of my thinking, in each moment of my being, and in each moment of my doing. It is in this power of being that I recognize my life on the enlightenment path of a new way to think and live. In this beingness of a new way to think and live, I acknowledge that I have within me the power to heal my life and the power to change my life. In this far-reaching power, I know that I am self-reliant. I know that I was born whole, perfect, and complete, faceless, formless, and colorless, and have everything that I will ever need for the journey. On the Enlightenism path of a new way to think and live, I understand that all of my activities lead back to my beliefs and values. And it is from this reference that I clearly understand my awareness of being. On the Enlightenism path, my power leads me out of lack, limitation, and struggle. Every moment on this path, I embrace the far-reaching values of a new way to think and live. On the Enlightenism path, I embrace and understand the freedom of being in every moment. I acknowledge my existence and my awareness of being on the Enlightenism path of a new way to think and live. My life and activity respond from this beingness. I am on the path of a new way to think and live. On this path, I come to know that I am greater than the I that I created. I am on the path of a new way to think and live. Now I ask that you take a deep, full breath in through your nose and release it very slowly as you open your eyes and consciously 
move your attention back to the broadcast. I'd like to remind you that this broadcast and all of our broadcasts are available on iTunes, Listen Notes, Spotify, Spreaker, Apple, and Google. By typing or speaking into your device, Malcolm Kelly, Blog Talk Radio. I further recommend reading Brother Malcolm's latest blog, Seek and You Shall Find. Also, I invite you to go to YouTube to hear Brother Malcolm's insights. The Enlightenism broadcast is a spiritual freedom broadcast. The intent of the Enlightenism spiritual freedom broadcast is to reveal how you can use your mind to overcome the spiritual dependency on others to define God for you. Through this broadcast and your self-acquired knowledge, your self-acquired intuitive knowledge, you come to know that the greater power of God is within your mind. Now, before Brother Malcolm comes to speak, always like to at least bring a short insight before he comes to speak. And so one of the insights that I'll share with you today comes from the Enlightenism mindset that puts you in a zone where you're able to think beyond your past living, being, and doing. The mindset of Enlightenism puts you in the zone of understanding yourself. And the information that we begin with in Enlightenism to ground us in the zone. We don't use Enlightenism to find God outside of us. We use Enlightenism to find God within. For me, the foundation of Enlightenism is the ability to define God for myself. When I lived from others' definitions of God, my beliefs and practices were that of a victim. And that meant to me God fixing people who had upset me in some way, or I was asking God for something, a job, money, something was asking God for. And the list just went on. At that time, my activity about God in my life was that of a victim. So my definition of God was appropriate to my beliefs and values. As an Enlightenism teacher and consciousness practitioner, it is important that I live, move, and have my being in the Enlightenism zone. It is my intention and purpose to teach 
and clarify God. I am not here to clarify lack, limitation, struggle, confusion. What I also know is that I was not shaped in iniquity. I was not shaped in iniquity, nor did my mother conceive me in sin. I was taught that. I was taught that principle that took me in the zone of a victim. I was taught much to put me in the zone of a victim. With enlightenment and understanding that you are not born powerless, that you didn't do anything wrong or bad, that is what we're taught. And when we begin to clear, as Brother Malcolm and I discuss so much in our writings and in the broadcast, it really is about doing the work in the mind. In Brother Malcolm's new blog, Seeking You Shall Find, he talks about how difficult it is and how hard it is to work in the mind. One of the things we typically don't want to do is to stop and realize ourselves. It is easier to get a grad degree in college than it is to work on yourself. Because one of the things you know about working on any degree, at some point in time, you complete it. And you don't have to do that anymore. Enlightenism is a moment-to-moment process where we are into self-discovery, taking responsibility for our lives, taking responsibility for our beingness. And when anything in our life shows up that we don't like and we don't want, that makes us uncomfortable, that is the point where you start. That is your race. That is like being in a relay race and you hear the snap of a gun. It means start running. When you become so angry, so judgmental, and so confused in your purpose of being whole, perfect, and complete, understanding that you have everything that you will ever need for the journey, when you become angry, you know that you are not there. When you become judgmental, you know that you are not there. When you are asking for things outside of yourself, you know you are not there. When you struggle most of your life and cover it up with shopping, drinking, or whatever you do to disguise it. I was a shopper, so I understand there are many different ways to cover up lack, limitation, anger, judgment, and struggle. I understand. But what I know now is that when you are on the path, the enlightenment path, the zone of living, 
you understand what you are working for. You understand what we say is a foundation. We don't use Enlightenism to find God outside of us. We use Enlightenism to find God within us. As you walk the Enlightenism path, you understand yourself through self-acquired intuitive knowledge. You realize that you were born with everything that you will ever need for the journey. Through self-acquired intuitive knowledge, you come to understand how to create a free mind. You come to understand, seek and ye shall find. You understand the knock at the door. As Brother Malcolm says so eloquently in his one of his blogs, powerlessness is not caused by God, but by toxic belief. Toxicity affirms our trust in societal labels. And the greater our trust in societal labels, the less we trust intuitive consciousness. The less we trust intuitive consciousness. Enlightenism opens you up to the greater power within. Enlightenism simply asks who created your life and who is living your life. Brother Malcolm and I do on the broadcast in our life and in our writings is for those desiring to participate in their own life, to release the pain and struggle from generational toxicity with Enlightenism. You can pick up any of our books through Amazon or on our website, The New African-American Man, Enlightenism, Seeds from the Ashes, Let There Be Life, and listen to our broadcast live and on playback on one of the platforms that I mentioned, like Google, Spreaker, and so on. And I will leave you with this last thought before Brother Malcolm comes. We are not victims. We are not divinely created to think and live as victims, end of quote. And now I give you the Enlightenism prophet, author, philosopher, speaker, and creator of a new paradigm shift in African-American consciousness and spiritual awareness for those seeking a new way to think and live, Brother Malcolm. Thank you so much, Sister Carolyn. Wonderful, wonderful insights, great meditation, all to bring us to this point where we can say, I am greater than the I that I created. Absolutely. Yeah, you've really defined the blog and, and all of the other information. You tied it all together today in a great message to you. Thank you. To, to all of us that's listening. 
We're, we're not Thank divinely you. created powerless. That when you recognize That's that, good. you can do something about it. Absolutely. You begin to work. <clears throat> That's our message. That's our message of enlightenment. That's our power. We focus Absolutely. <clears throat> Thank you so much. I loved it. Love it. Thank you. Love it, your message. Love it, your meditation. Thank you. And just know that all love extends from me to you. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And his return from me to you. <laughs> Thank all you. All right. Okay, folks, I'm Brian Walker coming to you live. I want to thank all of you for tuning in to the broadcast. Uh, just to know that I am greater than the I that I created. My message today is going to focus on my latest vlog. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door will be opened unto you. Seek and you shall find. What is it that you're seeking and what is it that you're going to find? And where are you seeking it and where are you going to find it? See, there are a lot of ambiguities in metaphors. People can interpret a metaphor to mean different things, depending on the interpreter, depending on the situation, the environment, what society you're in. So you seek and you shall find. Knock and the door will open unto you. So when you think about metaphors, you think about it from your own interpretation. And your own interpretation is created by the beliefs in your in your mind. Now when we elevate our consciousness with self acquired intuitive knowledge, we know that what we seek is in our minds. Also clearly understand the statement, seek and you shall find, knock and the door shall be opened unto you. Many believe this statement is a metaphor for seeking God and asking him to let us into the special place he has prepared for us, pain-free lives. want something magical to make our pain disappear from our minds. Oh, but when we go beyond the metaphorical interpretation with self-acquired knowledge, we discover why we try so hard to run from our pain. We also understand why we're afraid to go deeper into our minds. See, when you get into really understanding and discovering what's in your mind, you also know what you're seeking. Now, if you're seeking God and you believe that you'll knock at a door and God will let you in and bestow blissful blessings upon you, that's one interpretation you can have and use. And that's the one that I believe for many years, and that's the one I was taught by my teacher, my religious teacher. So I believe that there was some magical door that concealed all of the things that were missing in my life. It was a place where I could live without pain, all of the anger and all of the other things in my mind. 
I call those magical thoughts. You're looking for a magical solution. You're looking for a miracle when miracles come from the greater power within you. It becomes a miracle because you don't think that it's possible. Well, let me tell you something. You also heard a statement. When one door closes, another one opens. Now, this statement is more relevant to our lives because we can easily grasp the meaning of it. When one door closes, another one opens. Well, this is this is more of this is of a metaphor. I'm not talking about an actual physical door, but it's talking about an experience that you have in a relationship. Like, for example, you can easily understand if you lose one job, say you lost your job today, that door is closed. Then you can go and get another job next week, and that door opens. And then it brings in new experiences that are different from the previous job. You meet new people, Goals, projects, everything. But when you really deal with it self-intuitive, self-acquired intuitive knowledge, then you understand something far different than both of those statements. You understand that the door is a metaphor or barrier, a barrier that's preventing you from overcoming it. And that you have to get some type of permission in order to penetrate the barrier, to overcome it. But when you think about it from the intuitive, self-acquired intuitive knowledge perspective, then you understand something. The door that closed didn't have to be the door that you opened. You opened that door that it contained that you needed in life. But what I want you to understand with the great power that I am speaking of, all the doors that opened there after that one were available to you in the beginning. You have a number, a limitless number that last your lifetime of doors. Metaphors in your mind, doors, places that you can enter into, dwell in, live in, in your mind. And all of these doors have been created by toxicity, contains pain. Some of them, some of them masquerade, masquerading as happiness and so blissful living, wealth, prosperity. Because when you open that door, it gives you an illusion about what's behind it once the door is open. So you begin to believe all of these things that you now have the job you desire, you're making a lot of money, and therefore you believe it's a blissful living. But that door, that door is covering up the toxicity that created those possibilities in your mind. 
when you get to the self-acquired knowledge, then you're creating a new, a new possibility. So then you can understand, in my father's house, there are many mansions, many large expressions of life. A mansion would be a, a large building, spacious, a lot of space. I toxicity. So now you're talking about the mind itself. What is in the mind? What is contained in the mind? And when you read the blog, uh, uh, <clears throat> Seeking You to Find, I begin the blog by saying, quote, working in the mind is challenging for most of us. Many judge the mind's power based upon What's in it? In other words, how much we know about psychology, philosophy, and other fields of knowledge determine our power. See, now, that's one thing that's in the mind. There's something in the mind that I am talking about that's greater. It's greater than psychology, philosophy, and other things that the human knowledge have created. I am talking about the consciousness of truth. I am talking about the unconditioned consciousness of enlightenment. I am talking about a power greater than all the power that you can imagine. I'm talking about a power that you cannot conceptualize in toxicity. I'm talking to all those of you who have opened the door to race, color, gender, age, religion, status, and education. All these doors that you're dwelling in. And what's behind those doors? Is creating the pain in your life. But you didn't actually create the doors. You just found a way to live behind the doors. I am talking about opening a different door. I am talking about a new way to think and live. I am talking about thinking and perceiving yourself as a powerful person so that you understand that because something was said thousands of years ago, that it remains the same. No, it does not. We have consciousness of truth in the world today, and therefore, there's clarity and added, so that you understand, and you shall find, not, and the door shall be opened on you, is a metaphor. And it requires you to have a mind cleansed of, of toxicity in order, in order to understand the metaphor. Those whose minds are overwhelmed with toxicity, you cannot understand the metaphor. So you begin to take all kinds of things that you're trying to do to find a door. But you never find it. Searching all of your life for this door. Many who work in the mind continue to use toxic beliefs to try to go deeper into the consciousness of truth. They unfortunately don't understand that toxicity cannot enter into the consciousness of truth. Toxicity keeps us searching for the door, but never finding it. Never finding it. So someone will think, well, I found the door because now I'm saved from all of the sin and degradation and help, uh, hurtfulness and all the things in the world. 
because I found the door and the Lord let me in. Where did you find the door? Where did you find the door and how did you get in? How did you get into the consciousness of truth so that you would understand the meaning of all of the metaphors that you have heard about? That you would understand about one door closing and another one opening. Opening is just changes of life. But the changes in life occur within the consciousness that you have created for yourself, that you have embodied. It's not that one relationship's in and another one's going to be better. It's not the relationship, it is you, the participant in the relationship. It is you that are opening the doors. It is you that are beginning relationships. And when you want to think about it, and part of the work that I do is understanding that there were so many doors available in my life that I didn't open. I didn't open a lot of them because uh, I didn't think that I was ready. I didn't think that I had the requisite skills and experience to open that door. There was a door that said, here's the greater power. I looked at the door and turned away from it because toxicity was telling me that there was more work to do before I could open the door. But it was there. I'm talking about it's been in your life all your life. And the most important thing to understand as we modify these statements, see, not, no, first, seek and you shall find not and the door shall be open unto you. Think about this for a moment. When, this is from the law. When the mind is cleansed of generational toxicity, the metaphorical door will open without a knock because we have the self-acquired intuitive knowledge key that opens it. You all have Knock if you're a stranger. You don't knock at your home. When you when you go to your home, a place that you call where you live, apartment, house, whatever, you enter into the house with a key. Why? Because of your home. You're not a stranger. Others that come to your house must knock. And then you hear the sound. You let them in because you know who they are. They have to knock. And those that you know who they are, give them a key. Like your, like, like your children. They give you a key. And so you can go in anytime that you are trustworthy. You have been determined by the person that owns the house, that you are trustworthy. And therefore, this is your home too. And they say, since you are trustworthy, you don't have to knock. You can enter when I'm not here. Here is the key. Now you get a better understanding about what you're seeking. So if you're seeking a place for the greater power, the greater power is in you. But now you, the one that is overwhelmed with toxicity, you 
for a stranger to his power. You're a stranger. And so the only way you can get into the consciousness and that you belong there is for the consciousness to give you the key. And the consciousness has given you the key. Self-acquired intuitive knowledge opens the door. The metaphorical door. It has been given to you. You are not a stranger to the creator. You only become a stranger when you decide you decide you want to leave, cut yourself off, detach yourself from your home, the home in your mind, that you become a stranger to enlightenment, you become a stranger to the consciousness of truth. Consciousness of truth is not dealing with human knowledge. The consciousness of truth is dealing with spiritual, pure, authentic spiritual knowledge. The one all of the prophets and other people talked about before. So that you understand, seek and you shall find, knock and the door will be open. Not, not some phrase you're using to make yourself feel good. Because you don't know where the door is. You're searching for the door in infinity with philosophy, psychology, theology, history. That's where you're searching. Then it's difficult to admit that you're in this type of position. But that's where you're searching. You're searching for the metaphorical door with all the things you've learned in toxicity. And that's why you can't open the door. You can knock, but nothing is going to happen. Because toxicity cannot get in to enlightenment. No parts of it. So it's not going to happen. You're not going to find a way to find the door, first of all, because if you can find the consciousness within you, you will know that you are part of the consciousness. And this is your home. So in toxicity, they always have you searching for something. But you're not searching for for something inside of you. You're always searching for something outside of you. And someone has given you the tools to search outside. You have to fill your head with all that information. How about psychology, philosophy, and all these things? And you can't find the door. No matter how much you want to talk about Kant, Socrates, Aristotle, and all these other people, Freud, Jung, no matter how much you want to talk, you cannot find the door. So you search all of your life, and with your with your final birth as a human being, you didn't find the door. And it was always there. When you were closing doors and opening new ones, the door that I am talking about, the metaphorical door, was in your life. When you made decisions about relationships, where to work, where to go to school, where not to go to school, where to drink alcohol or not to drink alcohol, whether to be angry, whether to deal with uh, propagating a system that causes pain for others, there's another door for you to open. You said, I don't want to open that door. I want to continue on my search. I want to learn as much as I can about the scriptures. 
believing that somehow they're going to lead me to the door. And I understand the scriptures are metaphors for you to understand there's a journey, and the journey is within you. It's not outside of you. The journey is within you. And within you is this metaphorical door that when you cleanse the mind of toxicity, the door will appear. And you will say, when you see the door, I'm home. Home in the consciousness. You take out the key of self-acquired intuitive knowledge. And the door will open unto you. And you can say, I am greater than the I that I created. I am one with the greater power of enlightenment. Consciousness of truth is in the world. Brother Malcolm, I'll be back on the air with you tomorrow at 12 p.m. Thank you, Sister Carolyn, for being a great co-host today. And here's Brother Carl. You can sing our theme song and uh, with enlightenism, and I'll see you tomorrow at 12 p.m. Have a great day. And remember, the consciousness of truth is in the world. Sometimes you go. We'll come and go, try to clear your mind, but confusion won't let you know that deep inside there's a sacred place where all uncertainty can be raised. I never learned to know myself and I was afraid right now I need to heal myself well just like a bruised that runs so deep I spent my life just being asleep it takes in Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.